This is Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. I'm Joe Reed, and Alan Minskoff has been my guest this whole week and continues to be. Hi, Alan. Hi, Joe. And uh, today, you'll be happy to know we are moving into the world of mid-20th century abstract expressionism with a biography of Helen Frankenthaler by Alexander Nemiroff, read and read exceptionally well by Alison Frazier. Oh, excellent. Well... This seems to be her season because there was a book written, what was it, Mary Gabriel's Ninth Street Women, in which Helen figured very prominently. Well, she is she is an important force and a, a fascinating woman in her own right. She was the daughter, I think, as you know, of a famous uh, New York judge, and then she becomes a pivotal, pivotal person in the abstract expressionist movement in the 1950s. And she died recently. Well, recently. I'm aging myself. But she died like in 2011. So Yeah, she died in the last decade. Let's just say a couple of things about her. Because listening to a book about art is fascinating. A, I I think in our culture, there are very few people who won't quickly look up her work. And she's a true abstract expressionist who had an innovation where she, she didn't prime her canvases. So she applied the paint and stain sometimes directly to the canvas. She dated Clement Greenberg, the famous Bronx original from uh, uh, Art Critic. A great, great cultural critic. Yes, absolutely. She married, I think, three times. And she was, of course, a patrician. And so her voice, which Frazier does so well, has that haughty voice that you and I as original New Yorkers know, that kind of upper-class New York sound to it. Mm-hmm. And Frazier does that beautifully. And so sometimes the, you'll have Frankenthaler with that upper-crust tone and sound talking to Greenberg, who's from the Bronx. And and that makes for a, a remarkable book to listen to. But let me, let me step back for a second, because the author himself comes from sort of uh, an interesting background. He is the son of the famous poet Howard Nemiroff. And he is an art historian. I think he teaches at Yale, or maybe now at Stanford, but he taught for years at Yale, and he is just fascinated by Frankenthaler. But it's it's an interesting love relationship that he has. He lived, he said, not an hour away from her at one time and never approached her because he kind of wanted to just embrace her work and her oeuvre without bothering her. And he also said, honestly, he didn't think she talked to him. <laughs> so we <laughs> now does he focus on her entire life? How, how well, he... he does give you he focuses from when she went to Bennington and he does trace her life. Really that I mean he gives you her her youth growing up in this rarefied New York air and then he takes her to college and on to her beginning as a painter and uh, I did I did pull out a, a a quote that he says about her. He said she was never an underdog but needed skill and savvy to make her way. And so, you know, she had a famous dad and a difficult mother, and yet she herself became the most famous of them all. Very interesting. Well, why don't we hear a little bit now? Let's do that. Do you want to set it up? Well, it's going to talk, it really is going to define how he sees her. Okay. So this is Fierce Poise, and excuse me, but I love that title by Alexander Nemiroff, read by Alison Frazier. The person her art patiently waited for me to become. And so I delayed and kept on delaying. For the last 10 years of Helen's life, she died in 2011, I taught at Yale. 
just a 45-minute drive from her Connecticut home. I had become a little more knowledgeable than when I first imagined writing about her art, more mature, and maybe a bit more confident. I probably could have made arrangements to meet her at any point in those years. But I did not. I knew that I still would have little to say, little to ask. And I suspected that even across a table from me, she would have kept her distance. You know, it's always a sticky wicket meeting somebody whose work has moved you profoundly. No question. And and hard as the it makes the biographer's work doubly hard in that you want to be able to respond in this case to the art and to her place in that art world and also to the person. So the, I think your point is is the key one that the person can, you know, change everything and I, I was reading recently and this is uh, this really speaks to, to this book that you know sometimes you really uh, I think it was Philip Roth's biography and they say you know there are people you're not going to like and yet their work really matters absolutely absolutely agreed completely and sometimes you just prefer to stay with the work as Nemiroff apparently did <laughs> And his love affair with the work, and also with the period. So you get a lot about that that, that avant-garde scene in the 1950s in New York, where really a lot of the world's art was. This is a, a moment in art history that is worth reading about and listening to. Yeah, and it's very much an American moment, no question. That is Fierce Poise by Alexander Nemiroff, and it's read by Alison Frazier. Thank you so much, and I will talk to you tomorrow, Alan. I look forward to it. This episode of Behind the Mic is brought to you by Penguin Random House Audio, publisher of best-selling nonfiction and fiction titles like While Justice Sleeps by Stacey Abrams and Broken Horses, written and read by Brandon Carlyle, who also performs over 30 songs on the production. Visit penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash audiophile today and start listening. I'm Joe Reed. I'll talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>